Hello, and welcome to the Space Weather Facts and Forecast podcast. I'm Isaac Brigham, amateur space weather enthusiast, and I'll be giving you the current space weather conditions, a forecast for the upcoming week, and telling you all about a fascinating space weather phenomenon. Stay tuned. Space weather has really been calming down lately. We recently had quite a bout of activity, with multiple X flares and coronal mass ejections hitting Earth and G3 KP7 storms pushing Aurora down to lower latitudes. This has since calmed down, and we are only experiencing occasional moderate M flares and occasional periods of KP4 conditions. There are currently 10 numbered active regions on the Earth-facing disk, and two or maybe three of them could be possible threats for flares. Regions 3242, 3245, and 3250 all have a small potential for M-class flares, but X-class flares seem very unlikely at this point. There is one small CME launched on March 10th from a filament eruption in the southwest quadrant of the Sun, which could potentially deliver a glancing blow to Earth in a couple days. The bulk of the plasma is certainly headed away from us, however, and it is entirely possible that it will be a complete miss. Also, there is a filament in the Sun's northern hemisphere that is starting to face Earth. It will be worth keeping an eye on to see if it erupts. If it were to erupt, it could potentially launch an Earth-directed CME. Finally, if one of the active regions previously mentioned were to flare, there would be potential for an Earth-directed eruption. There is one coronal hole about to face Earth, coronal hole number 84, but it is very small and weak. I don't expect any very notable impacts coming up. Moving to the current geomagnetic conditions, we're at a KP1, and the solar wind data is weak to moderate, with the BZ currently north. All this is making for a low hemispheric power of 15 gigawatts in both the north and the south. Coming up, I don't expect any major geomagnetic activity. A glancing blow from the filament eruption CME on the 10th could possibly arrive in a couple days, but I don't think that would get us up to more than a KP4, or maybe a 5. There is also a pocket of fast solar wind from the small coronal hole that could get here in 4-5 to five days, but again, I wouldn't expect any more than a KP4. There is a possibility of a CME being launched in the next few days from either a northern hemisphere filament or a solar flare, but that is only a maybe. So for aurora chasers, if you're at high latitudes, shows might be likely if the CME from the 10th does not completely miss. At lower latitudes, you're probably going to have to watch and wait for another more Earth-directed CME, but if that does occur, shows will certainly be possible. Thanks for listening to the forecast. Now it's time to talk about this week's featured space weather phenomena. Today, I'll talk about a solar phenomena that can lead to geomagnetic storming on Earth, solar filaments. A solar filament, or a prominence, is a strand, usually a loop of plasma, jutting up from the surface of the sun. When seen top-down against the rest of the sun, if they're facing us, they appear as dark strands. They look dark because the plasma that they're made of is cool in comparison to the rest of the sun. If a filament juts out from the edge of the sun, and we see it against the background of space, it appears as a bright glowing loop, and is called a prominence. 
Chrominances and filaments are the same phenomena, just seen differently. Filaments consist of a magnetic loop, a loop of the sun's magnetic field, extending out above the surface of the sun, which traps cool, dense plasma in it, creating a loop of plasma. Scientists are still researching how filaments are formed, but it is known that magnetic reconnection plays an important role. Magnetic reconnection is the process by which two magnetic loops of opposite polarity break apart and rejoin, releasing lots of energy in the form of heat and light. All over the sun's surface, magnetic loops are extending out into space, and magnetic reconnection can occasionally happen. Sometimes this reconnection will produce a loop which traps plasma along it, making a filament. Not much more than this is known, however. Filaments are extremely large, usually stretching many thousands of kilometers away from the sun. Their lifespan can vary anywhere from hours to months, and is partly affected by where they form. Filaments can form almost anywhere on the sun, including at active regions, sunspot groups. Those that form at active regions seem to generally have a shorter lifespan, usually more in the day's range, whereas those that form on a quiet part of the sun can last for weeks or even months. This is because magnetic activity on the sun triggers the death of filaments. In an active sunspot group, there is an unstable tangle of magnetic fields constantly interacting. If a filament forms within this group, the surrounding magnetic activity will destabilize the filament's own magnetic layout, causing it to collapse. On a quiet part of the sun, however, there is less magnetic activity, and filaments can last longer. When a filament becomes unstable and collapses, it can do one of two things. It can either simply collapse and fall back into the sun and disappear, or it can lift off into the sun's corona, or atmosphere. As it lifts off, it pushes some material from the corona out along with it, giving rise to a coronal mass ejection. Just like the coronal mass ejections caused by solar flares, if it arrives at Earth, geomagnetic storming can result. This makes it important to monitor filaments, as if they erupt while facing Earth, storming is likely to occur. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe and share it. This podcast will be available on the second Saturday of every month on major podcast platforms. See you next time.